Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Manifested Drama. This is episode eight. I can't believe that we've gotten this far. But anyways, we're just two old ladies that have gotten to the, not old yet, but we've definitely gotten to the age where we can blame our bad mood on our hormones. Mm-hmm. My name is Amy and that's Missy. That's me. I'm there. <laughs> there she is. She is always there. Yeah. Not going anywhere. The best thing about you, you know that you are the best. That's the best thing about you. Not only are you the best, but you are always there, and that makes you the best. Oh, is that because I don't have anything else to do? I mean, maybe, but I mean, I think I'm going to call that a happy accident. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> I'll take it. Maybe. I don't know what What are we going to talk about today, Fran? So, um, I'm kind of on the Kardashians. All the way. All the way. That's what happens when you just binge and you don't really have much else to do. So I decided that was my mission was to get caught up. So I'm current and um, Courtney's the worst. I told you. (laughs) We'll get to that though. We'll get to that. So speaking of binging, you're going to love this. Guess what Eric started watching? The Office. No, he's seen The Office. Okay. Parks and he started, no, he's seen Parks and Rec too. <laughs> what, um... He started watching Suits with our favorite person, oh, starring our favorite no. person. <laughs> no, I I see that on Netflix every day when I'm looking for something, and I'm like, Ugh, I'm fundamentally opposed. Like, I would never watch Suits, and Eric cannot sit with us. He can't sit with us. Okay. No, he can't I'll sit with him. us anymore. Yeah, he's off All right, the I'll island. tell him. Um, I want my pink yeah. shirt back. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead with those hoop earrings, buddy, because you can't sit with us. So yeah. Um you're so you're all caught up. We're gonna get to Kardashians and Eric is watching suits. And I've kind of caught a glimpse here and there, like, because I'm real good. Like, I can, like, scroll on my phone or whatever and not pay attention to whatever it is, is he's doing. Because normally, he's playing video games. But yeah. I guess uh, I guess his, his bro-hos haven't been on online lately, so he's watching TV. And But the few little scenes that I've caught, it, it seems like it's a pretty good show. But then every now and then, Meghan Markle will throw her little ass on the screen, and I'm like, uh, disinterested. Yeah, like I know she's not like a main main character, but I just yeah, she's I, kind of a side character, but she's she's got her own little like her own little like character arc. Ugh. Yeah, no, I just think of her. She's the dealer, no deal girl, and then she was I in an episode. That she did that. Yeah, and she was in an episode of the League. I never watched the league. The league is pretty great if you are like a sports person. So it's like about a group of friends that have been friends since high school. And they are um, obviously still friends as adults, married adults and stuff. But they have a fantasy football league. So it kind of centers around their lives and their fantasy football league. Like it's um, Nick Kroll and like a couple, some other guys, but she's in one of the episodes where there's this guy, Pete, he's going through a divorce from, um, Leslie tall. Like she was in that show popular. Did you ever watch popular back in the day? Oh, the blonde girl. Yeah. He is like divorcing her on the show. Okay. Um, And she, he like will pick up hoes. And so she's like a hoe in a bar basically that he picks up in an episode. And I was like, ew. 
<laughs> I just, I don't know why. I just, I just, the more I read about her and the more I find, I just, ugh, I just despise doesn't even like describe it. There's got to be some sort of intuition at, at, at stake or at like at play here, because like I find like the older I get, like the better I am about like reading people without knowing mm-hmm. really anything about them. And like and I've been right about most people that like I've come across here in like, let's say the last five years yeah. where I'm like, there's something about you. I don't know what it is. And you've not given me a reason to not trust you, but there's something about your whole or that is like sending red flags and I'm there I'm keeping my eye on you and I'm bright a lot of the time and I'm wondering if this little like intuition is is kind of taking effect with with both of us with like like you have made up your mind about her obviously yeah um but I'm just like you know I mean I see everything that everybody says and I'm just yeah there's something about her and I'm just like one of these days she's gonna come out with like three heads and like she's just she's like freaking Megan Hydra yeah she's, like gonna, the she's gonna eat Harry with yeah. and, and... <laughs> all the other heads are gonna come out of her vagina God, not the vagina yeah it's a <laughs> where they call her the vagina of death vagina of death I like it that sounds like a wrestler <laughs> hey like 2023 has not been the best right i feel like a lot of people that i know too i just want to find there i was like 2023 has just been like just it's always fucking something like it's always something it's been the shit with the kids and then like just my fucking finger breaking and my garage door breaking and then like our um our sprinkler system is broken too it's not like there's a leak or anything. This is what adulting is like and why homeownership is bullshit. Um, because we have had to replace our hot water heater. And then that was in November. I think there was something house related in fucking March. Um, it's been like landscape hell. The fucking garage door. And now this. And he's got to like dig everything up to figure out what the fuck is going on. Oh my God. So not Your only front yard. Front and back. Fuck no. Yeah. And I have to pay two hundred just two hundred dollars just for him to dig it up to figure out what the fuck is going on. That's not even the fix. That's just for him to fuck my yard up. I want his job. Right? I want to get paid to fuck somebody's yard up. That sounds fun as shit. Fuck my life. Like I Do I get to play with a backhoe? No, it's like he's gonna have to like shovel, like find the lines that go along the lines. And, like, shovel his ass around. I don't know if that's going to be or he's got to, like, find every sprinkler head and dig around just the individual heads. Because he said there's something like a valve as an opening to make it the water go out. And he said it could be something as simple as, like, a tree root has pinched it off. But all I can think about is, like, I'm going to have, like, gopher holes all over my fucking yard, basically. And, and no not, gophers. And no goddamn gophers. Which apparently those are very, like, if you have moles or gophers, apparently that is very expensive, too. Because you basically have to oh. pay, like, a company to come out and trap them and dispose of them. Like, you can't, like, it's not, like, an exterminator method. You have to have somebody trap them. They're super destructive, too. They will fuck your yard up. Yeah. Like, we had yeah. something dig under our driveway and come out the other side. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm. 
I don't know what you are, but I'm going to fucking bury you alive now. So I had put a bunch of dirt on each side and it like dug its way out. And I was like, fuck you. And I like put concrete under there. And I was like, yeah, come out now, motherfucker. It's probably like a bunny. I probably killed a family of bunnies. Oh, no. I have a funny story about a mole. Tell me. So (laughs) it has something to do. It's a funny story about a mole and my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Once upon a time, there was a woman named Leslie who lived in Texas, and she was digging in her flower bed in front of her her house one day, and she found a mole. And she decided that she was going to keep the mole and take it to the school for show and tell before she let it go. But Leslie is not always the smartest person and would not leave this little mole alone, disregarding the fact that it does not have the capacity to give a shit about her feelings. And it's a wild animal and it will um, it will use its wild animal tendencies to protect itself so she's got this thing in the palm of her hand and you know that little like that little webbing between your thumb and your forefinger that Mm -hmm. like it's like that yeah that mole grabbed a hold of her right there and she rather than calmly trying to take the mole and pry its jaws open to remove it she starts flailing her hand back and forth (laughs) flapping this poor defenseless animal right along with all of her fingers screaming at the top of her lungs get him get him and i'm sitting here thinking bitch this is why i don't listen to you yeah because you're dumb yeah that's awesome (laughs) she had we had to take that poor mole to a vet and they had to kill it in order to see if it had rabies of course yeah that's the only way yeah so it did not let's let's just end the story there so the moral of the story is the mole did not have rabies and don't pick up wild animals kids so you're you want to hear the funniest thing? My random news story has to do with animals being loose. Like, there's more oh, than one. Oh, no. Okay. So, <laughs> Is it the Dallas Zoo? Did nope, a gorilla get out again? Not this time. He didn't grab a little kid and put his mouth this time. Mm. Did you know that that happened? He picked the kid up and put the kid in his mouth. No, I didn't yeah, know that. Like, whenever, what was that? Gosh, like, early 2000s, the girl at the Dallas Zoo escaped. He picked, the like, a little boy up, like a three, four-year-old kid, and put his head in his mouth jesus no yeah. i didn't know that well now you do and your no, life I do. is not better for it no i'll have and nightmares now that poor baby but anyways i'm scrolling as one does today and i was pointedly looking for like a not um depressing news story <laughs> It's um, hard to find these days it really kind of there's really nothing going on in the news i mean um there's like transcripts from the submersible that I don't feel or like it's nothing to really talk about um there was like a news article where Chloe was calling herself basically dreams third parent um but there I come across a news story out of Virginia and I didn't have a chance because I was actually looking at it when you popped in and scared the pee out of me a little bit um because I was fully (laughs) but it's out of Virginia and so this lady is looking for shit in her car And she feels something brush against her leg. And so she thinks it's like a neighbor cat. So she bends down to pet it. (sighs) And it is a fox. And so the fox bites her. What did the fox say? (laughs) 
But anyway, so the fox bites. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, get your shit together. Um, so the fox bites her and she, like your mother, starts flailing her hand around and the fox doesn't let go. So do you know what she does? Was flailing her arm around like my mom did. What did she do? Guess. Can you guess? Did she slam her hand in the door to get the fox off or does she cut off her own hand? She grabs it by the scruff like you would a cat and she bites the fox back. Well, that's not a feel good fucking story. I don't know. That's what you do to a kid when a kid bites. But It's been in several different news outlets and I was like, I'm not reading that. That's stupid. And then I was like, well, I'm looking for something. And I was like, let's fucking give it a whirl. And yeah, it was like, she decided to take matters in her own hands. She had to have stitches in her fingers. Like it wasn't like a thing, but like who thinks and then she locks the fucking fox in her car she bites it it lets go throws it in her car and closes the door well i mean she could either lock it in or lock herself out yeah or if lock it the out said then bitch open the Fuck door you bitch <laughs> no god damn this is inhumane look what she doing to me this is animal oppression if i was a labrador i wouldn't be in here yeah if i was wearing a collar doing tricks Mm -hmm. just because yeah the fox say fuck you bitch fuck 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 you (laughs) (laughs) when i lived in arkansas we had a fox that lived in our backyard he's annoying yeah they scream at night and I'm like, what? whatever it is that you're upset about, be upset in the morning. Was it a because fox or was it a coyote? It was a fox. Okay. Yeah, it was a fox. We we saw, I, I think it was a female fox because I saw the, I saw her with a bunch of, um, of babies a couple of times. Aww. But um, yeah, I mean, their baby foxes are adorable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at night when you're trying to, when you're trying to sleep, especially when you've lived in the big city your whole life, and this is the first time you've really lived out in the boonies, and you can hear every single little like leaf crack and mm-hmm. like wind and everything, and you hear, you're like, yeah. It's, shut the fuck up. I, pressing, I have no capacity for your bullshit right now. So we have um we have foxes around here. Yeah. And so I live like in the suburbs. Like I live on Hunter, but I live suburbia enough that you would think we wouldn't see foxes. And I have seen where I'm driving by like a school taking kids to school in the morning where one has like jumped out of somebody's like backyard six foot like privacy fence backyard. And, oh, like, yeah, run I, across the fucking road. I've seen them in North Wichita Hills, like, like in, like, suburban areas. But, you know, we're we're expanding so much into, into you know, we're, the cities are expanding out so much that we're just going to see them. Yeah. You know, There's it's, nowhere like, for them to go. possums and raccoons and skunks. You just see them. Yeah. Well, like, we have where we can hear the coyote. And then when... Like, a couple of years ago, I was going at, like, 10 o'clock at night to get Rylan from work, and there was, like, a fucking family of deer crossing the road. And I was like, am I am I on drugs? Like, what the, what the fuck just happened? Did you see the family of deer, too? Am I hallucinating? Yeah. I was like, oh, that's not something. Because I got so used to being in Houston. Well, I will say there was one time in Houston, and, I mean, we lived in, like, the 
thick of like concrete and we come home and there was like a fucking deer in our backyard and we had like a half fence on each side and I see something like out of the corner of my unlocking our back door and there's like a fucking deer runs and jumps my fence and so we like run out the front door because we're you know like oh fuck a deer and then my neighbor goes you guys y'all saw that right like I'm and her husband for like the entire year did not believe she saw a fucking deer until we're at the block party and she's like tell him tell him the deer was in your backyard and I was like no like the deer was not he was like yeah she just got you to lie for her too and I was like oh man that's fucked I'm like you got a witness and he don't believe you but yeah so that was my um news story random shit number one and then I have a ton so I have seen three stories of people's pythons getting loose. Can you guess where those were? Um, how many guesses do I get? Infinity, because I don't give a shit. Florida. Two out of three. Can you guess where the third one was? The third one, um, Texas. Nope. About 15 minutes from here. Oh, no. Somebody's yellow python, 15-foot yellow python. And you could tell it's probably somebody white trash because, like, they showed a picture of it. And it was, like, next to a trailer. And it was, like, a trailer with, like, one of those, like, little sets of stairs that goes into the trailer. Yellow. But what's funny is that, like, the news earlier that day had had a story with a, a yellow python. And then they're, they're, like, they're, like, are you guys pranking us? No, it was, like, a 15-foot python that somebody had escaped from there home during like all of the 4th of July fireworks and shit mm-hmm. and it was like of all that I was like what in the fucking Florida man is happening but they had to they took it to a vet and they had to put it down because I guess it had like fractured its jaw escaping it's wherever the fuck it came from um and they didn't find the owner and I guess this particular city is called Andover and you're not allowed to have snakes over like six feet and I'm like, where the fuck, especially if you're in a trailer, are you keeping, like, a 15-foot python? Like, do you just have one of those giant fucking aquariums and that's, like, half your trailer? Did the python have its own bedroom? Like, I was perplexed. Like, I didn't know what the fuck to think. So that was my one. I'm like, what's up with all these snakes in this motherfucking country? And then we know <laughs> because we see Florida, there's always how there's people just release their pythons into the swamps and how they have mm-hmm. petitions and people, they pay people to catch pythons and bring them to them. So they caught like an 18 foot python, female python, and she was pregnant and had later eggs yet, I guess. Guess how many eggs she had in her? Oh, probably 20 or more. 60. Can you <gasps> fucking imagine 60 oh that's that makes me very uncomfortable i know and i'm like fuck you florida like i'm not ever going to fucking florida anymore like i see no all of the goddamn tiktoks of the people in their fucking kayaks where these monster fucking alligators come swimming up next to them and then you you pythons too like i i wouldn't i don't think i'd be able to sleep not to mention all the people are crazy yeah, that's the mess, though, and the inviting. Well, yeah, but still, like when they all congregate, and it's and it's and it's so hot and humid, and then you got all of like it's like it's like being in like a, a, an episode of Survivor, but it's but that's your life. 
It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like Survivor meets Cops. Ah, uh, Cops. Yeah, good old Cops. You know, I I love I love every now and then when you're just like kind of scrolling through the the TV channels and you come across Cops and you're just like, I think that's in Fort Worth. And you watch it because you want to see. It's <laughs> this. It it's the same what with Cheaters. It? Did you watch Cheaters? So you can try to oh, figure out where they yes, were. Yes, I did, and I, I have a lot of opinions. I know what club they're in. There. Oh my God, they're at the Lizard Lounge. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you want to hear something messed up? Do you want to know the name? And I don't know if he is still the host, but do you know who the host is? Isn't it Joey something? His name? Well, it used to be Joey something. A Joey whatever. Joey, you know, random, nondescript Italian name. Yeah. But now it is a gentleman named Clark Gable. Oh, who is that was the his grandson, grandson of yeah. Clark Gable. And I look at him and I give him the same kind of look that I'm sure Connie Chung gives to Maury Povich. I hope your grandfather is ashamed of you. Oh. <laughs> you he was a cinematic god and you are on cheaters. <laughs> Which yeah. is cinematic gold, but uh, yeah. completely different rates. It's gold plated. But now you see where there's all of those. That's the worst thing I think about the internet is that we find out all of these stories about like famous people. Like, I guess um, Clark Gable, his breath smelled because his teeth were so fucking rotted. Have you heard that? Yeah, they, I've heard that, and uh, I've heard that he was just a, a horrible asshole, like, just terrible to work with. Same with John Wayne. Like, he was a racist yeah. asshole. Mm-hmm. Success. Yeah. And people go, oh, well, that's that generation, which, I mean. It's a different time. Fair, but, like, just, I, that's why I kind of hate because you read all of this shit, and you're like, oh, that person was fucking horrible. Or you read things like Judy Garland when she did. Wizard of Oz, they pumped her full and full of like amphetamines and cigarettes and shit to keep mm-hmm. her awake and, yep. make her and to keep her weight down. Yeah, yep. and, and they then... they taped her breath down too because she was supposed to, she was a lot older than Dorothy, mm-hmm. um, than Dorothy's character, so they had to tape her breath down. Or that like the people that played the Munchkins like would have orgies, yeah, and sexually harass her. Do you ever like rewind that part of like of the where you're supposed to be able to see the Munchkin run and like hang himself? No. Oh, the the hanging one. Yeah. Supposedly that's not like a a hanging though. Oh, I don't know. Well, I've seen a video, and it could be it could be very edited, but like they slow it down on this one part, and they zoom in on like like the shadowy background, and you can see a figure like walking, and then like like, climbing up, and then you see it just kind of like fall, and then kind of just swing. They said that that was like a bird that had gotten loose or something that they had on set, but I think Hmm. the I think it's the former. I think it was. Probably because you don't see a bird like climb up something and then swing down and stay and like swing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Hollywood is, is just full of, of sorted, you know, we they're on the silver screen and we think that we we associate them with these like heroes and good guys that, you know, that we that we see them emulate. Um, but, you know, there's yeah, you hear all kinds of bullshit of, you know, shit that like 
fucking Shirley Temple. Like she went through a horrible abuse the entire time and her mother too. And her mother went through the abuse in order to protect her from the abuse and protect yeah. Shirley Temple from the abuse. So it's, it's a, it's a horrible, it's a horrible, um, industry, uh, run by horrible people, but I completely understand why people want to be, want, want to go into that industry. And they want to live that fantasy life, but they don't think of the Jeffrey Epstein of Harvey of Weinstein. Yeah, yeah, all of it, all of it. Too. Yeah, it's just I think that's there's like a a group of people that are like vehemently against it and think it's wrong, and then there's like the other side of the coin where it's like, well, it got me to where I am. Look at how successful I am, and I think the people they compartmentalize that abuse mm-hmm. and they don't think of it as abuse. And it's one of those, you have to wonder like when they're, how fucked up are they later? And is this why we see all of these younger stars have killed themselves and overdose and all of that, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah, for sure. So that's absolutely. Yeah, it is. You know? Okay. So shame moving on, on you, Hollywood, right? <laughs> Speaking of shame on you, Hollywood or shame on you, the man and the patriarchy, right? Um, mm-hmm. What do we think of Taylor Swift being all of her albums? I think that it's, I think it's good. You know, I, I, I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan. There are some of her songs that I do like, you know, I think, I think that I have a lot of respect for her because she writes her own music and I may not, necessarily get down to you know the the songs that are the bangers that she puts out but um but I have a lot of respect for her as an artist and I think that what she what happened to her with her previous management was shitty and I felt really really bad for her um so I think that if she has the if she has the means to re-release all of her music so that it's on her terms and she gets the money in her pocket and she gets the accolades and the credit, I think it's good for her. Absolutely. I think of it though as as a minor when she started, she could not sign a contract. Mm-hmm. And as wealthy as her family was and how her dad was either one of her parents was like a the Wall Street financial guru kind of very wealthy family like that whole anybody that tries to say she came in like she came from nothing she her family bought her way into fame Uh and I think that's you would think that they would have had somebody read that over and be like oh that's that's kind of fucked up like can we we don't agree to that yeah or that she was so desperate for, like a, like a Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson couldn't get signed by anybody when she sang country because her boobs were too big. Yeah. You know, but you see that time and again. And, like, I like Taylor Swift. I don't like Taylor Swift enough to pay astronomical amounts to see her Absolutely not. No. Because she was just in Kansas City, I think, last weekend, which is, like, a couple of hours from here. And a lot of people I know from here went. But I'm like, you paid all of that money you traveled all of that way and the only, and I, maybe it's cause I'm not a Swifty, but like the only feasible way you're really watching the concert is watching her on a screen. The Jumbotron. Yeah. And I'm like that to me, even like with sports shit, I think that's such a waste of money because I could literally be sitting home with no bra on scrolling through TikTok, seeing the same shit. 
Yes, comfortable, and I can de- I can like just pause the DVR for like 20 minutes after the game starts and just skip through all the all the commercials. And I, if I have to poop, I don't have to worry that I'm going to miss something. No, exactly. Like, like I don't like I can I'm see cheap. wanting to go to a Super Bowl, you know, or like a World Series or something like that because that's like that's like a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, I'm like when like when AT&T opened, um in uh in dallas yeah. or excuse me in arlington yeah, um i, that. <laughs> I was like yeah dallas, me too like, no, you're not. No, no the fuck you're not arlington is in tarrant county <laughs> speaking of maps i showed everybody at work the the highway dong today they all they, all of them had the same reaction i showed it to them and they were like hey. <laughs> It was so great. And I showed them, I was like, so when they show it on the news, they have to block out like this part and this part to make it not look like a dong, but it still looks like a dong. They don't show those highways. You know something funny is if you go back and look at the radar, speaking of maps of Hurricane Harvey, Mm -hmm. it was a penis as well. (laughs) It's coming right for us. It's a big one. I was like, look at that dick coming over here. That dick hung um, around for seven days and fucked people up. He did. He fucked that, everybody that up. That dick made it where we couldn't, like, we were stuck with the children for seven fucking days. And I had to work the whole time. Oh, you were in Houston when Harvey mm-hmm. hit. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Eric had a, uh, a couple that he was friends with in California that moved to Houston, like, a week before Harvey hit. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, that sucks. Oh, getting back to Taylor Swift, though, um, my sister. So Taylor Swift started her tour here in Phoenix. And um, it was a huge fucking deal. It was like a a couple of weeks after the Super Bowl. So like it it was like a a month of like horrible traffic. Everything was booked. It was. Yeah, there was a shit ton of people in town. So I have now lived in a town in two cities where a Super Bowl has taken place. And it was the same. It was just unbelievably horrible. But um, wasn't it whenever the Super Bowl was in DFW? I thought it didn't. Wasn't that the year I iced over for like a fucking apocalypse? Week? Yeah. Yeah. The ice sheets of ice were falling off of the stadium, and like, like, yeah, it was horrible. I'm hungry. I've been dieting for too long. Can you tell? Well, just for you saying, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah. Well, I mean, but what time is it there? It's, it's uh, almost 8 o'clock. Okay. I've already had dinner, so I had um, a buffalo chicken wrap with a low-carb tortilla and more lettuce than cheese and anything. It was actually pretty fucking good, but it's one of those when you just want fucking Taco Bell, it doesn't quite cut the mustard. If you're on your, if you're on your period, I think you're allowed. I That's my philosophy anyway. Did fairly well. <laughs> When I was on my period last week, I think I, I ate. No, I didn't eat a lot of junk food. I had Chick-fil-A. Does that count? No, I don't think Chick-fil-A counts as like a, well, I mean, I guess it depends on what you, what you had. Chick-fil-A, had, but like, what's nuggets. bad at Chick-fil-A? I mean, the cookies and the brownies? I mean. I mean, you had like fried chicken, fried waffle fries. It's. Yeah. But I had, I had like, um. Well, I tried this thing I saw on TikTok where this lady was like, here's what I eat when I'm calorie deficit. And it was like mac and cheese. She took mac and cheese, grilled nuggets, 
and a thing of buffalo sauce and it was like 450 calories which legit but i forgot mac uh chick-fil-a's mac and cheese is the kind that has that fucking film on it so if you get like the wrong bite you're like oh because it's like skin being in your mouth yeah yeah i was i was like well i'm just gonna eat the chicken now and call it a day so yeah you don't want to like it, it should be like a treat you know like you don't want to regret that you're like well this could have been a lot better you know it should it should be like this is exactly what i wanted and it gave me exactly the satisfaction that i that i was looking for it hit the spot yeah you know i had taco bell the other day but i didn't get anything with like liquid cheese in there and it did not hit the spot i was eating my feelings because my kid was being a dick Dude, I'm sorry that kids are dicks. They're dicks. But I they are dicks. It's so my next question for you, do you look at shit that you know like you're not gonna buy or you're not gonna do? Like like houses and stuff or like, like houses or like trips or clothes. Um, yeah, yeah, I do. I like right now my thing is I like if I'll see like like cruises. I've never been on a cruise and I don't probably will not be going on a cruise anytime soon. Uh, Cause today I saw um, a TikTok or it might've been a YouTube short. I don't remember, but um, there was this guy and he was saying, so um, uh, there's a drug dog on our, on our cruise ship and they're doing a sweep and apparently carnival cruise line isn't fucking around anymore. And they're doing like sweeps for like oh. illicit materials and shit. And I'm just like, well, what the fuck is the point of going on a cruise if I can't take my weed? See What's what the point? What ruined it for me was the one a few weeks ago. Have you seen the TikToks or the videos of the cruise ship that was in the storm? No, I didn't there see was, any of those. It was like a carnival cruise. Something with like an S or something. And there was a storm and they couldn't even get to like port but like their shit was like flying everywhere you could see where people who had balconies were their the waves were like at their balcony level mm-hmm. or, i've seen videos like that where they're like they're in rough waters or it's even a storm and like like waves will like break windows and like chairs will be sliding from one side of the ballroom to the other and it's it's crazy and like this one they were show people were showing where like the level they were on was flooding. And I know the cruise ships have like, they're called stabilizers. So even when that's what like helps you from getting seasick, but even with those stabilizers, like your shit's getting fucked up. And I'm sure hearing like, cause if you're like in a little boat and you've been in the lake and you've heard like the little itty bitty wave slap the side of like a speedboat or like a fishing boat. Right. Yeah. Or even that little bit. Can you imagine big fucking ocean waves hitting the side of a, a cruise ship? Oh, it probably sounds like a gunshot. Fuck all of that. Fuck yeah. it. I've seen Titanic. Absolutely fucking lutely not. Fuck and all you know, of that. Do you remember a number of years ago? And it was probably like 10 years ago or so by now. But like all of the cruise ships were like just breaking down in the middle of the ocean. I had a client when I was working in Saginaw in Texas. um, I had a client who was on the the first carnival cruise. It had like they had like the mustard sandwiches and everybody had like the stomach virus because everybody was sick from all this raw sewage and blah, blah, blah. And they went to the cruise. 
because they were all so sick. Exactly. So they finally towed that boat back into port. My client was scheduled to go on the same boat on the next voyage. Well, they canceled that trip because the, you know, the boat is inoperable, but they rebooked him for a later date on the same boat. Oh, fuck that. I'd be like, no, no, no. You put me on a different boat. As a matter of fact, upgrade my room and put me on a nicer boat because now I, you are determining when my vacation is instead of me taking my vacation at my leisure, which is the fucking point. Yeah. But yeah, vacations is definitely one of the big ones that, that I look at and it's like the unattainable thing. Like, oh, well, that that's, that is um, $1,000 and we haven't even eaten yet. So yeah. that's not going to happen. And you know what really makes me sad is like it's like Disney. Mm-hmm. Disney is something that I've never done and I want to I would love to you don't want to or you do no I do I want to but I want to wait yeah. like my kids are older yeah so I think you should because you know you're just you're one you're spending an unga- ungodly amount of money on something that what a two-year-old isn't going to remember Disney World yeah. you know and uh but now it's it's so expensive to the point where you almost have to be you know, rich. you know, yeah. affluent or rich, you know, at least not middle class, you know, not no. lower middle class like us. Um, but it's it sucks because, you know, that's the thing that you that you grow up thinking that it's it, it's, you know, the most magical place on Earth. And but it's it, now it's like uh, it's only magical if you can afford, uh, you know, the the fast pass and you can afford yeah. the the private VIP tour all the way around behind the scenes while the all the peasants are standing in line in the heat, yeah. you know, like for my and, family yeah. of five to go to Disney for a week or four days. A Monday through a fucking Friday, not mm-hmm. even the weekend, is eight grand. Is that just for tickets? That is tickets, hotel, and like the cheapest fucking meal plan. That's not even flying out there. Oh God, that's just so that Disney. would be that would be easily a twenty thousand dollar trip. Exactly. If you were and to, I, yeah, because a family of five to fly anywhere, one way. Anywhere in the continental U.S. is probably mm-hmm. all for all five of us. Probably about three to five grand. Yep. And I'm sure somebody could tell me where I could find better fucking deals. And kudos to you, my homie. But I also know, like, I, well, Mike on an airplane would suck balls anyways. Mm-hmm. I know that much. Like, I know my limitations. Of, like, I know he's not able to probably fly anywhere. Um, and like, we just haven't had even the money to travel with them. Like we have not been on a legit staying in a hotel family vacation since like, Oh, eight. So my oh, little wow. guys have never even been, they've been here and there where like, we went to Corpus for three days or like, we've come up here or, you know, we would get the random cause we lived right there. Hotel room in Galveston. Mm-hmm. But we just, especially because they were so young, you know how it is. Traveling with babies and toddlers sucks. Oh, it's the worst. Drive, like, I can imagine flying with them because I flew with Rylan. She was probably about not even almost, she was almost two. We flew down from DFW to Houston because my grandpa was dying. And it's like an hour flight, right? But mm-hmm. her, the first flight down, it was like six in the morning where on a Friday. 
where it's people traveling for business and she was so cute and sweet and like the little the man sitting next to her she like patted his arm and offered like her sippy cup and she's like juice he's like no thanks baby but the flight <laughs> home was delayed two and a half hours oh no and my toddler who was so sweet and so precious going turned into a fucking nightmare and no, every, because like, it's vacation toddler now vacation is over so yeah everybody in the I don't know what the fuck they're called. That's how little I fly. The um, terminal gate at the gate yeah. area where like the seats and stuff are. Mm-hmm. She's screaming because she hasn't had a nap. They made me dump out her milk out of her fucking cup. Uh... Screaming. And everybody's looking at us like we're about to get on a plane with that. <laughs> You look at him and say, buckle in. And I am just, I'm so That's sorry. Real. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to get her to fucking eat some chicken nuggets so she shuts the fuck up. We get on the plane and like they let us on first. That's how naughty she was. <laughs> and we, we aren't even taxied out and that bitch passed smooth the fuck out. Like I put her past fire in her mouth and laid her on my lap because it was, she was under two. So I didn't have to have a seat for her. Everybody's mm-hmm. getting on the plane. She's asleep. You should see the looks of relief on the whole face. <laughs> like, oh, like, fuck. you better keep her ass asleep, too. <laughs> I was like, it's an hour, 45 minutes, guys. We can all do this together. We're all in this together. Yeah. We can do it. She slept the whole way. I was like, oh, Because I would have hated to be that lady with the screamy baby. And yeah. I don't want to be the lady with, like, the anxious autism kid on a plane yeah you know that's just one of those that it's like we're gonna probably have to drive everywhere i wish Um, there was some way where you could like give it like a test run you know with like where you could like see how it goes without actually having to spend money on plane tickets you know for either to have to turn around and cancel the flight because it's you know too much to handle or just you know or it just completely ruins the entire trip completely because it, it, it's been too much you know yeah. to handle and you're just like oh we can persevere through it you know because you know because it's like he he might do great you never yeah. know but you, there's always that he might not you yeah. never know because it's not something he's ever had to experience and him not being on his schedule and he's so and it, I know it's like a, a neurodeficiency kind of thing where, or neurodivergent, where even in summertime, since he is not on his going to bed at this time, getting up at this time, going to school at this time, he, every break from school, sleeps in our room. Like yesterday, technically, yeah, yesterday, he came in my room at about one in the morning and he has mm-hmm. a pallet, he'll sleep. Well, at four o'clock, he had to shit. And so he gets up and is playing the fucking butt trumpet in my bathroom. <laughs> Loud as shit. Like, it's, it's, those farts the, are, yeah, it's those like fart bubbles that are, are like you're the shit that's so powerful that it's like a bop bop in the toilet. And I am a light sleeper. So I was like, okay, maybe he has diarrhea. Well, then he wiped his ass with half of the toilet paper roll. So I had to go oh, punch no. the toilet at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. Mama. Mama. Mama problem. Clog the toilet. 
was like, okay, no. I had to pee anyway, so like plunged it out. At 5.45, this fool gets up like she is going to get up for the day. And I was like, the fuck you say? Because the, the sun had come up. And he's like, sun's up, bun's up, bitches, let's go. <laughs> and I was like, this I was like, what do you think you're doing? And he's like, uh, he shrugs his shoulders. And I was like, no, no, no. It is still night, night time. Lay down. And he lays down. And then Kevin gets up at like at 6.15 starting for work. And I was like, now you can go watch TV in the living room. I was like, mommy is sleeping until 7.30. He tried to go to sleep at 7 o'clock last night. And I was like, hell no. Nope. nope. Stay yeah. up. <laughs> you are not getting up early tomorrow. In my room, because we are roommates, obviously. And what's mine is his, and what's mine is never just mine. And so I'm like, no, no, no. you need to come in the living room. You need to sit up. Like, you're not going to go to sleep. I was like, you can go to, he was like, I just want to go to bed early. And I was like, no. I was like, you can go to bed at nine instead of 10. Because summertime, he can go to bed at 10. School nights, it's 9.30. He was like, and so... He goes, Mama, it's 901. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> you ready to go to bed? He just like nods his head. So we put him to bed. He slept until fucking 1030 today. Nice. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Because I know you're going to be up at nine o'clock on Saturday. And he's not a light stepper. Like he wants to make sure everybody in the house hears his footprints. Even God. <laughs> make sure he make sure that that's that that's a sure foot yeah he wants to know that he he wants everybody to know that he's coming so we we hear him coming and then we're teaching him like when somebody has the door closed you need to like start knocking and these are things that you teach your toddler right so he's about four four and a half right now so he cop knocks on saturday mornings at like oh, eight no. in the morning no no and i'm like what micah and then he goes i just want to give you a hug and i'm like fuck <laughs> you son of a bitch my me sleep. <laughs> i can't be mad at you because you love me oh. <laughs> it's like a, a roller coaster of emotions <laughs> I was like, I can be in high now. Go watch TV in the living room. Mommy, it's night night. <laughs> I was teaching. If, if I could teach him how to make coffee in the morning, I think it would be a little bit better because then he could bring me coffee. But no, he's not the kind of kid that's going to look for things on his own. He's like, hey, where are these socks that are in my hand? They're in your fucking hand. <laughs> in your fucking hand. Mama, mama, where's my shoes under the goddamn coffee table in plain fucking sight? I can't find my chapstick. Well, it's on the candy dish that it's always in. Do you know where pen is? Yeah, that probably that cup of pens right there, buddy. And I love him so much. He makes me. So I know. Happy. I know. Me. But gosh, I'm so ready for school to go back in. Yeah, there are times when, and my my children don't have the same kind of you know developmental things that that Micah does. But Micah, yes, yeah. hello, okay, yeah. all right, okay, good. Um, so but many. I know they get confusing. Yeah, you you got a lot of babies, kids. Close them legs, girl. Close them legs. I'm, um, I'm but, spayed, Bob Barth. Calm down. Stephen, Stephen, and V 
Like, like they'll come out and they'll be like, oh, I can't find this. Do you know where this is? And I'm like, have you looked in your room? Yeah, I looked everywhere. I'll walk into their room. I will pick up one thing. Mm-hmm. And there is the thing that they've been looking for everywhere. Yeah. So you looked everywhere except for this one spot in the middle of your floor. Yeah. You looked everywhere. Or like Stephen, Stephen, I mean, he's 15, so he he doesn't ha- possess a lot of common sense. He does, but and not he's like a man. And he's a man, too. But he's just like uh, like the way that he does things sometimes is just like, son, why are you doing it like that? He's just like, um, well, uh, I, I don't really know. It's <laughs> just like, oh, well, I mean, it's an honest answer, at least. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard the phrase work smarter, not harder, my friend? And then you know, I've actually, we've had that conversation and he, and his response was, I have, and I didn't uh, really realize really. what it meant until just now. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. If you're the mom, you're allowed to have your head fully up your ass and not be able to find your own thing. I don't want to be the mom anymore. This sucks. I know it's bullshit. It's Let's fucking bullshit. Quit. And what's funny is you see all of these like young moms on TikTok, but it's like, don't tell me that, you know, um, I'm going to miss this one day. I know already my little precious, it's okay to like want your kid to get older and be independent. Like you don't have to be cherishing every time you wipe their ass. Like I miss my kids being little when I see pictures of people's babies being cute but I mm-hmm. also know that, like, that baby can turn into a vomiting banshee at any minute. Oh, and yeah. I, I and you're the one that. that has to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, my For sure. best friend, she had a baby. Gosh, how old is he's, gosh, 20, he's four. Oh, my, he's five. He goes to five. But that's because he's not my child. And I'd already had the, and, like, Micah was the baby of all of the kids. And so when she got pregnant, we're like, Micah, Aunt Lissa, her name's Melissa. There's two of us. Can you believe it? Um, we're like, Aunt Lissa's pregnant and going to have a baby. And he gave her the stank fucking eye. Oh, and no. The baby's What like, do you mean? A oh, baby. No. Yeah, she was like, excuse the absolute fuck out of me. <laughs> but I don't think so. Did you not get the memo that I yeah. am the baby? But so she had a baby and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, love the baby. And I'm like, oh, baby's crying. Take it back. Take it back. Not, oh, shit. Take it back. Not my problem. It's loud and it smells. Take it away. Nope. I did my part. I did the fun part where he, because like after she had him, I went to go, but you do what you do. Like you go visit. And I'm like, oh, she smells. She'll go. Oh, he's oh, here. You go. <laughs> Good on you. And she's like, yeah, I get it. Like, she's, because she's, her name's like, she is me. Like, we are, she's like a five-year younger than me version of me. And she's, you would fucking love her. I'm sure I would. And her, I just, the fact that her name is Melissa, Kevin's like, god damn it. There's two Two of them. (laughs) y'all. She's pretty great, though. She's that one that she's like, she's down to shop. Like, we, for her 30th birthday, we went to DFW and got a room in Grapevine. And uh, we spent like eight hours at like the South Lake Town Center of her shopping. Wow. Yeah. And I'm not a shopper. Like I'm not a buyer for myself. I'm not a shopper, but she is a shopper. Like women be shopping. So I'm like, yeah, do you girl? It's your birthday. She's like, I saved $600 to shop. And I was like, I'm not going to buy any. I hate myself. I'm not going to buy any. <laughs> that's uh, that's my thing. Like I don't, I will, I don't, 
I don't like shopping either. Um, but I enjoy picking out something for somebody else, but I'm not the one that's just going to go to an outlet mall and just, you know, shop. Shop till you drop. Yeah. Shop till I drop. No. Well, one, I don't ever really have that option financially. Um, so that kind of plays into, you know, the, the unattainable stuff. So like, I, I like looking at like beautiful purses and shoes and stuff, but it, it inevitably makes me sad because it's just like, well, I don't know that I would buy it because I'm so in that mindset of, do I need it? No, I don't need it. So yeah. therefore I, I don't get it. I'm a browser. Um, like I will look at clothes. I will look at shoes and even stuff. Cause you know me, I'm fairly, um, hobo homeless chic, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm looking at dresses and shit. Like, let's be real. I'm not going to buy it. My makeup mm-hmm. comes from the clearance section of the almost expired shit at Kroger. Like, I, you know, I'm not living my best life at this time. I will look at all of that and I will sit and I will, cause Kevin's always like, what are you doing? I'm like, looking at houses we're not going to buy. What are you yep. doing now? Looking at trips we're not going to go on. Yep. And I'm looking at cars I'm not going to buy. So like mm-hmm. we are supposed to go, like women be shopping. We're supposed to go to Oklahoma city and get like a hotel room next weekend and go to the outlet malls there. Cause there's no outlet malls here. Um, so I've been like, that's been my week is like, I'm looking at hotels that maybe might be cheaper than booking.com sponsor us booking.com. Um, but they're about the same. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's kind of what is that like the, the, we, when I, when I first moved here, I worked for a, um, a barbershop and they had like this, this like deal with, it was called perks at work. That's and it was through. Yeah. It's like yeah, it was. Work. Yeah, we used it a couple of times, and yeah, and sometimes I could get better deals than say like on Expedia or mm-hmm. Priceline, but sometimes like it was much cheaper just to do like the third party travel site. So like, I was looking on what was it, Expedia, and to like fly like if Kevin and I wanted to go to Florida, like the weekend after Labor Day weekend, which is like our anniversary weekend. We could mm-hmm. fly and get a room and get a car for like nine hundred dollars. And I'm like, wow. but that's because that's the time of year. And I'm one that like we always do stuff for anniversary after Labor Day because I know that's when prices are gonna go psh, way the fuck down. Back down. But yeah. I look because everybody's done traveling. And the, but I looked at this tickets at work thing, not the same prices at all. Yeah. So it was weird. Like we're talking either going to stay home and just do like a staycation and try to enjoy the house without a child in it, um, which we kind of may or may not get to do because we just depend on Ryland's work schedule um, or try to go to like to Branson. I just have qualms still about being like hours away from my children. Yeah. Even though Rylan is 18, Rylan is very, very responsible and can drive. I just don't know if, like one kid was to lose his shit about being yeah. five hours away. And yes, my dad is here. My brother is here. My very, very good friends that like they're like our tribe here that if we need something like they they're there for like our kids and us here. So we have people and I have like my, but I just, it's not, it's, you know how it is. Like, it's not you. Like I'm yeah. sure like your kids just got back mm-hmm. from their dads, but I'm sure even 
that's even further. Like, I can't imagine just how ugh, anxious it is for you to know that, yeah, they're with their other parent, that that parent is not you. Yeah. And I, I mean, I have full and complete trust in Will, you know, that, you know, if any, you know, such a, such scenario should arise that he will handle it perfectly fine. Um, but knowing that, but I, I think in, if anything were to happen, he would need to, um, he would need to tell me what happened after the fact, because I would be here. You know, yeah. I, you know, I would be a 20 hour drive away for, or a plane ride away from my kids, knowing that there's something going on with them. Um, so especially the first time they flew, oh my God, I was, I was a nervous fucking wreck. Like I had a, a full on panic attack in, in the airport and I'm sure my kids were like, we are never letting her walk us to the gate again. Oh no. But, oh yeah. I was, oh, because I was like, we are not, what well, we are not leaving this airport until that plane is in the air and I I mean I took the day off of work um I was just I was just a ball of nerves and from the moment that they got on the plane until the moment that I saw on the southwest app that they had landed yeah it was yeah but you know since they've gotten older and it's it's still a little nerve-wracking for me to to put them on a plane because you never know what can happen and I'm not with them. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it, it's, it's nice to know that it's nice to be confident that they have been through this and they know exactly what to do and they don't necessarily need me anymore. And that's, you know, kind of, that's a bittersweet kind of thing, but I've, I've, I've at least done a good enough job that they can maneuver their way through a couple of like smaller airports without completely breaking the fuck down. And like, I need an adult, you yeah. know, cause at this point now they're, they're traveled enough that they could, that we just drop them at security and they get through security on their own and they go to their, their gate on their own. And then they, they meet their dad at baggage claim and same thing when they come home. So it's, it's been a nice transition, but it's, it's still like every now and then my, in my head, I'm just like, Oh God, I really hope they're okay. Yeah. You're supposed to need me forever. I think that's, I mean, I get it because my kids don't travel, but I mean, Rylan is now graduated and mm-hmm. talking about college in January, we have to kind of figure out if, if we can get into an, a dorm room in January because I really want them to have the experience of going and like living on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, but their colleges that we're looking at are community colleges that are only like an hour, hour and away. But I, like I told you, I just got Life360 for my kids. Sponsor us um, <laughs> for our family. Because, like, Rylan is driving now, and it has crash detection. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, if you get an accident, like, I'm going to know. Like, I, when Rylan first started driving themselves to work, even when they had to work at 7 and they were leaving at 6.45, I would wake up and watch find my iPhone until they got to work. Like, I just, it's yeah. one of those that it's, like, it's hard to reconcile this young adult with that baby that needed you, you know? Yeah. hmm The first time that V walked to school by themselves, like, and we're talking, like, they were, like, in second or third grade. Oh, gosh. Um, I would I, nice. Well, I, I was, I, I followed him. I, I followed him. 
<laughs> I followed him in my van, and I think one of the neighbors thought that I was like stalking the child the creeper. in order in order to take the child, mm-hmm. and, and, <laughs> and and then like like be or, uh, it, at the time they were Charlie, and mm-hmm. uh, they stopped, and um, I was just like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And I pull up to him, and I see the lady come out of her like Mrs. Kravitz peeking out of her her uh, blinds. I see her come out of her yard, and uh, she kind of looks at me, and uh, and then. I talked to V and blah, blah, blah. And then they start walking off. Cause I'm like, do you want me to take you? But, um, they're just like, no, I just, I had a rock in my shoe. You could tell that they were like, like visibly annoyed that I was so, so overbearing at that point. But that, that, that was not for their sake. That was completely for me oh, because absolutely. they were fine. Yeah. They were fine. And, but yeah, just watching them walk away with their, you know, giant oversized backpack, just, you know, bobbing on their back. And you're just like, Oh my God, that's my baby. Yeah. And they're walking away from me and like, you don't need me anymore. And I think that but they is... do, they need me for all my clothes. They, Cause cool, now yeah. they're old enough. They borrow all my clothes clothes and my shoes and my makeup don't give them back back. and I think that's because you lived in the city and like here kids are riding their bikes to school and you don't see that in Houston where kids like smaller kids especially are riding their bikes with their friends or playing outside or like unsupervised not like in a dangerous way but like Mm -hmm. Micah the school he went to last year was across town so, like, I would have to drive to go drop him off, drive to go pick him up. And, like, Whit drop. he walks home from middle school, but, like, I I can see him. And, like, he's supposed mm-hmm. to text us when he leaves um, school. So that way we know, like, he's on it. But I don't have to because, like, you can set locations on, like, 360 of, like, when they're at school or when they're, like, at McDonald's or when they're at Walmart or when they're, like, at the movies. Like, Rylan took them to the movies, went to the concert. So I was like, I just kept checking like locations of where they were. And I was like, I'm just going to create like that place. Cause then I can know like when they leave and I know that they made it home. Like, it's just, I think it's because we're not used to living somewhere. They can have that leeway, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's my unattainable. So you guys, so your kids are back and you guys just had meet the teacher, which yesterday right mm-hmm. yeah i was like shit how fucking early does school start there yeah july 19th they both go back when did they get out v got out on i believe they got out on the they got out like the second or third week of may and then steven got out the following wednesday so like the third and la- the third and fourth week of may so they're barely getting a summer break period yeah, they they're on. I mean, they haven't officially called it like a year round program, but it is because, first of all, I promise you they start school next Wednesday and they will probably have at least a three day weekend within the first month. Yeah, um, because they have they have so many breaks now, which I get it. You know, you're trying to but they have so much they have to cram into the curriculum. Thanks, you know, state uh, assessment tests. But um, it's like they have so much that they have to cram into the curriculum in the year. Like they they can't give them like the big, long three month you know break that we got. Yeah. Um, and but they're always out of school. 
So I'm just like, what what difference does it make if you give them a big long break in the middle of the year or you break it up throughout the year? I mean, it's got to have something to do with like information retention or something like that. But it definitely I can see that because there are some yeah. kids that'll regress having over that, the summer or you know, because you see it with neurotypical or neurodivergent kids that they're going to lose. If you don't use it, you lose it kind of deal. Mm-hmm. What was I saying before I got interrupted by a naked kid? We're talking about um, like uh, a reta- retaining information over the summer and how some kids have, you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. But I think too, is that goes the whole, um, like they're, they're let them be little for Micah, get in the shower, dude. make it suds it up in the shower. Hello. Oh my God. My life is a mess. But um <laughs> That's what happens when you find podcasts and you don't have like a dozen. I guess I could start trying to do this in my office, but where they aren't here. But, um, but that's not your real life, Missy. You know, yeah, true. <laughs> the little peek behind the curtain, everybody. But um, they only get to have summer breaks once, unless they're yeah. going to be a teacher. You know, and it's kind of, for me, that kind of seems unfair. That they don't get that longer. Don't get the summer break. And especially if you're, well, I mean, I guess the people that have to pay for daycare, it's kind of better for them. Yeah, I mean, that's what, that was going to be my point, or my next point was, you know, when all, with all of these breaks, you know, throughout the school year, um, you know, what about these, like, single moms that, you know, that just can't, they, they don't necessarily get, you know, Labor Day off, yeah. You know, and they've got a kindergartner that doesn't go to school that day. And, you know, sh- you know, it's it's it, it's just it, it feels like I understand a lot of the reasons why they do it. But I feel like it creates problems at home because, yeah. it's, you know, it's a, it's erratic and you have to plan for so many extra days for, you know, for care of the kids. Yeah. So. And I don't think that, I mean, it goes back to that whole, like, when it was COVID and everybody was complaining because the teachers didn't feel safe and it's not their jobs to watch our children during those breaks. But at the same time, like, there is a budgetary need to know or, you know, like, if your kid has X amount of weeks off during the school year versus summer, Summer programs are cheaper a lot of times than during the school year. Mm-hmm. And having to send your kid to daycare, it could be $200 a day versus $200 a week. Yeah. And they don't think about that. Because yeah. they're rich white people that they have that money and they don't give a shit that are about in the legislature. Yeah. That makes me sick. And you know what it really is like these school board members that, you know, that are that like especially state school board members that a lot of them don't even have education background. Yeah. Like I dated a guy who was working who was a he was a, a documentary filmmaker and he was working on a film with somebody who was doing a documentary about the uh Texas state school board. And they were the the guy who was like the chairman of the school board, he was a fucking dentist yeah. who didn't even have any kids. Yeah. And, and I was just like, why the case. fuck are you deciding what my kids are learning in their textbooks and what they're not learning? You know, and just like you're you're a fucking hack and you probably bought your way into that place. Yeah. So well it also goes along with I don't know because you have you you guys have been not been in Texas, but 
like especially I guess because that's the one that I see a lot Keller ISD they're banning all of these books and all of this curriculum and it's because of faith-based opinions and I I'm a church-going Christian you know this about me but Mm -hmm. I also how can I put this where it's people are going to come at me because I think it's not the school's job to teach my kid how to be moral completely like that is my job and if I'm doing my job at home it's going to if I'm lucky reflect on the choices that they make at school but I don't need you banning fucking books because you're a little Timmy Tam can't fucking handle the message in the book yeah you know that's the kind of and are we really at that fucking day and age where we're banning books like what fucking century are we in? We can't get fucking abortions. You're banning fucking books. What's if you're gonna keep taking shit away, take away my right to work. Cause I don't fucking want to anymore. It yeah. just drives you know, it's like we're backsliding as a country and a lot of it people hide behind it's a faith thing. Yeah. Oh, but, and that makes me more mad than anything. Yeah. Because is even do, coming, using yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. And I go to like a I go to like a mega church. I go to Life Church. Craig Groeschel is, and they I can see too is like they don't help their members with money. Like mm-hmm. they don't. Like I have friends that go there. They her husband was out of work for four months because he caught COVID really really bad. And they reached out to the church, and the church wouldn't help them. Like I, and but I see I see it a lot, especially with mega churches where you have all this money coming in. I just don't think that. Like, I think we do have a touch of a morality issue in this country, but it's not faith-based. It's value-based. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It's because we don't want to be parents to our children. We want to be their friends. We want to be the, I think especially our generation where I think we were the last generation with strict parents. Mm -hmm. And we, since our parents were so, some may say overbearing, we tend to be a little bit looser. And it, yeah. And honestly, like wondering where are we going to be in 10, 15 years where the kids that need a safe space now because they can't handle life are going to need a safe space from the kids they're supposed to be teaching. And what does our economy <laughs> look like? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's this whole, we shouldn't have to work to live or live to, we shouldn't live to work and work to live. You know what I'm saying? Like, we aren't, nobody's getting paid a living wage unless they're somebody who already had money. Mm-hmm. And it's so much easier to get ahead when you are born with money versus, and I, I have done very well for myself, but it's because I've worked my fucking ass off for 20 years to get to where I am. Mm-hmm. But I also know that I'm not going to, coddle my kids where they have and like they kind of do like they're very like they're very entitled and a lot of that is because I if they need something I get it instead of making them earn it but it's like I don't spoil them and I don't go okay like you want this Nike shirt so I'm just gonna buy you this Nike shirt like we're at Shields and Witten wants a Giannis jersey (laughs) And so we're there, and I was like, oh, look, Giannis jersey. And he was like, oh. And he was like, oh, $120. That's not bad. And I was like. Oh, that's it? 
I was like, I stopped and I looked at him and I was like, I'm sorry, excuse me. And I was like, I will never, ever until you were an adult buy you a $120 jersey because you don't take care of your shit. And I was like, that is why you guys get close from Walmart because you guys don't take care of your shit. Like, I'm that kind of parent was like, if your cleats are too small, I'm going to buy you cleats. If your shoes have holes in them, I'm going to buy you new shoes. But I'm I'm not going to give you shit just because you fucking want it. Like, he wants some Jordans. And I was, like, looking and I was like, these Jordans are 120 and these Jordans are on sale for 55 Guess which ones you're getting. <laughs> and you better fucking take care of them. Because I'm not, like, I got him Giannis shoes last year for school because he had asking. And I was like, I don't want to spend that much money on you because you don't take care of your clothes. You don't take care of your shoes. Well, I found some that had been marked down from, like, 90 to 45, so I bought those. And he's like, thanks, Mom. And he took, I didn't tell them, tell him if they were on sale. He took such good care of them. Can I help you, oh, sir? Oh, good. You cannot hang out with here with me while I podcast. Don't look at me with that face on your head. Oh, my God. Your back is wet and you're in my bed. Go dry off. (laughs) He gave me his father's shit-eating grin and just climbed up here anyway. Jeez. Okay. So, can we... Let's move on. Um, Okay. We can go on all day on, like, the fucked up everything society, right? Did you watch... Yeah. Did you do your homework? I did do my homework. Did you watch just The Office or did you watch that and Love is Blind? I watched the first episode of Love is Blind. Okay. And I watched uh, th- did I watch three or four episodes of The Office. I think I watched four episodes of The Office. Okay. Um, okay. And I have some notes. Okay. Let me get my notebook. Let me get my notebook. So what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about The Office or Love is Blind? Love is Blind. So you just had one episode, which is kind of, and it was enough to see kind of how crazy Jessica was. Yeah. Okay. So the, my very first note is um, Jessica has the same job as Michael Scott. <laughs> 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 She's a regional manager. <laughs> Oh, I never put that together, but that is It's so funny because I watched the first episode of The Office, and then after it was over, I went, because I didn't want to, like, burn myself out on one or the other, so I moved over to Love is Blind. I was like, look at me. I'm going to do my homework. And then, like, first she came up, and it said regional manager, and I just immediately see Steve Carell's face in my head. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So, um... Um, Mark, Mark has a Cro-Magnum face. I told you, he's he like, looks like Mort. Yeah, he does. He really does. <laughs> and I saw him and I was just like, is, is he, is he having an allergic reaction to something? Cause yes, that's just that's, his that's, eyeballs. That's just how he looks right. Um, I, I don't know why I didn't think that this was, and I don't know what, what would make me not assume this, but I thought that they were like sequestered and like, they only like interacted with each other. And I didn't realize that they can like bounce around like a bunch of, like a bunch of hoe bags to each other's pods. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, okay. So now I'm actually a little more intrigued because now I see like where the drama is going to come from. Yeah. Um, It is, it is uber cringe. 
Like it's <laughs> there are there are points where you're just like, uh, oh my god. Like the guys are trying to lay on the charm and I'm just like, Why are you smiling like that? You know she can't see you, right? Yeah. It's it, <laughs> you can't smile in your voice. Yeah. Um but, but I thought I'm it was hysterical. Right now, I don't feel like I'm happy. <laughs> um I thought it was hysterical when um Barrett, is it Barrett or Barnett? Barnett. Barnett. Okay. Um, my handwriting is terrible. Um, Barnett thought that di- it's called diamond a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I should have watched it too. Cause then I would have been able to recall this with you. But yeah, he did. But I mean, at the same time in his defense, it's plausible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would definitely, if she were to say, I'm a dancer and be like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, when Carlton, when Amber is fucking telling that boring ass story about like how she became like like a tomboy and like and all that, he just fucking bails on her. He yeah. just leaves. Just puts his yeah. foot down and leaves. <laughs> like no, no goodbye, nothing. He's just I, I'm out. So Amber <laughs> ends up married to Barnett. Oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> and then Lauren. What is her? Cameron, the nerdy scientist, and Lauren, the very, very gorgeous black girl, they are married as well. Yeah, I saw that. I I knew that they got married. Um, and I like because they like go through the whole thing, like like they like really um like connect with each other and like mm-hmm. I feel like out of everyone that I'm talking to, I'm connecting with you the most and um all of that. And but it was just like how fucking weird is it to have to propose to someone through a screen. Yeah. Through a screen, through a through a fucking window that you can't see through a frosted glass window with all the, you know, LED, you know, shit in it. And, and I'm like, speaker, I don't so know like that there's... I could say I don't know that I could say yes. I mean, I think if you have, if you contractually send that you kind of do, if you get proposed to, I want to say the and Netflix people try to say like they're not obligated to propose or to get married, but I feel like you're going on a reality show, maybe to find a little bit of love, but more to find a, a little bit of fame, right? Because are you going to continue your journey, or would you like me to give you spoilers? No, don't give me spoilers. Okay, because I'm I'm kind of into it now. Okay, good. I told um, you you would be. Yeah, and, and I'm just like, oh, good. I have a new show. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. There's four seasons, so live your best life. Um, like I thought it was very interesting that they were like they were like putting effort into like making themselves look nice. Yeah. To go and interact with these people that I'm like, bitch, I would be in the in the pajamas with a bowl of popcorn, no yeah. no bra, no panties, just you know, just wide sitting in in the seat. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, you sound so sexy. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, no, I don't know about I, if I would do that. It's but that bachelorette bachelor mentality where all of you yeah. and you go on the bachelor, you're in your little cocktail dress, your makeup is done, your hair is done. Best face forward, you know? Yeah. You probably do, you know, you probably do inadvertently sound more attractive when you feel like you look attractive. Yeah. So or like you're um, going on a date, so you dress for the date, even if it's like an AOL yeah. age sex location check. 
a throwback. Right. 